Hello and welcome to part 7 in this series of reflections on an incident in the life of the Apostle Paul that we read in Acts chapter 27. This chapter tells of a time when things seem to go wrong and then go from bad to worse. In this reflection I want to draw our attention to verses 33 to 36. And as day was about to dawn, Paul implored them all to take food, saying, Today is the fourteenth day you have waited and continued without food and eaten nothing. Therefore I urge you to take nourishment, for this is for your survival, since not a hair will fall from the head of any of you. And when he had said these things, he took bread and gave thanks to God in the presence of them all. And when he had broken it, he began to eat. Then they were all encouraged and also took food themselves. In these verses, Paul displays his concern for people on board with him and encourages them to take sustenance. There wasn't much to eat and they didn't have time or the wherewithal to prepare a sumptuous meal, just plain bread. But it was sufficient to meet their immediate needs. With the ship riding at anchor in the midst of a violent storm, eating a meal of plain bread was about as normal as it could get for those on the ship. So what is the lesson for us to learn from these verses that we can practice when we're going through those tough times in life? Well, there are several that could be identified, but I want us to focus on just one. Behave normally, like nothing is wrong. When we are trusting God in dark times, we don't have to tell everyone we meet how bad things have become. We may need genuine help, but not everyone we meet will be in a position to give us the godly guidance and direction we need. We know from the way chapter 27 is written that there were at least two other believers, Aristarchus and Luke, with Paul at the time. And the way Paul acted in bringing an element of normality into the situation would, I imagine, have comforted them enormously. The very act of Paul taking bread and giving thanks and breaking it would have reminded the believers on board of Jesus and his power and presence. This simple action was, after all, what the believers were used to doing on a daily basis and in each other's homes. Breaking bread still speaks to believers of that occasion during the last Passover meal that Jesus had with his disciples before his crucifixion, when he took bread, gave thanks, and broke it, saying, This is my body, which is broken for you. Take and eat. Paul writes in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 26, that as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. So, when we take the bread and wine, we do so as a reminder of the sacrifice that Jesus made on our behalf in going to the cross, and it is also a reminder of his resurrection and his second advent. When we take the wine, we are reminded of the blood 
that Jesus shed as our sin offering. The blood that in olden times would have been sprinkled on the mercy seat of the Ark of the Covenant. In those days, when God saw the blood on the mercy seat, it was as though he couldn't see the law inside the Ark, and he therefore was in the position of being able to legitimately blot out the transgressions of the people. The blood trumped the law. Jesus' blood has, in a much more far-reaching way, the same effect where our sins are concerned. They are forgiven, blotted out, removed as far as the east is from the west. And finally, he is alive and is coming again one day, which is only possible because Jesus rose from the dead. It must have been a great encouragement to Paul's friends on that ship to see him take bread, give thanks and break it, as he had done many times before in remembrance of our Lord. For them and Paul, this was part of their normal life as believers in the Saviour who overcame death and the grave. So we too can have confidence in God that whatever happens, he will lead us through it and out of it at the right time. If we are trusting him in this, we can continue with the normal activities of life rather than allowing our situation to adversely affect us and others around us.